This goes on for longer than I think, Peter. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> now, I just I just need to clarify something with you before we launch into this. Yes, I, I, yes. I kind of I was a little garbled, and I went to call you associate professor Peter Lyman. But have, has there been an upgrade here? Is there or what's uh, a long, long time ago? <laughs> it's just that BFM doesn't update its records very quickly. I became full professor back in 2000. And 12, I think it was. Oh, well, you see, I actually and then have I also been and I'm absent. Professor Emeritus now. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. Now I'll know. Um, I, yeah, I've been, good. have myself been absent, so I've been off the clock. But um, uh, you know what? You can have my word. You'll never be called associate again when, oh, I'm, when I'm around. I'll cope. I can cope <laughs> with anything. <laughs> oh, good. Well, we. I, this is um, topical today because I've just been driving around unable to find a car park and the reason being the students are out in force it's the first day back everybody's back yes that's right so tell me what we're talking about today so i thought great time to talk about what on earth is going on in the heads of young students what's the state of religion among students these days mm -hmm. And now, is, is there I've any? I've got no up-to-date poll, so I've had to do a <laughs> bit of sleuthing around to try and find some answers. Yeah. And your listeners may have maybe more up-to-date than me. Um, but I've just read a very interesting book on a survey of young adults and religion uh, internationally. Mm -hmm. New Zealand's not included, so New Zealand may be different. Mm. But they think there is something changing um, in the state of religion because, as we know, in general, interest in religion has been going down in society. Mm -hmm. And yet the campus seems like a place where there's quite a lot of religious debate goes on, at least among clubs and in the sort of general student life, maybe not in the classroom. Mm -hmm. oh, it's, I have yeah, maybe read similar things in terms of um, what some people in America would excitedly call a revival and um, other people might call a peculiar trend um, of like a kind of, you know, en masse things kind of yes. kick, kicking yeah. off. Um, and, and that's certainly, you know, um, among young adults and especially university students, they're in a kind of position where, if you like, the the firm control of parents over their lives has been loosening and is now gone. Yeah. And so if we're going to see religious change, um, it's quite likely to be in the student years. And it's quite likely that will set patterns for the future. And so it's a really interesting time to look at uh, trends in religion, to look on campus. Right, And yeah. I th think what it's showing, what the information is showing, at least internationally is of tremendous diversity in religious outlooks, far, far wider than there would be among their parents. Well, yeah, my parents were at Auckland University and had definitely, were involved in the Christian club. I think it was pretty common back then to be part of the Christian club of uh, Auckland University, and that was probably about all there was. Um, and certainly, I was just ch chatting to the um, 
some of the staff off here before we spoke and they said yeah they're out and like all the all the sorts of different people are out in force um offering this that and the other down at the um you know o week this yeah, yes and and o week is actually a great time to sample what may be attracting different people though there may be no great consistency in what people show an interest in because i mean the same people might sign up for a meditation group for a, an evangelical Christian club and for some kind of Buddhist meditation group. You know, it's, there's a whole lot of variety in people's outlook on religion today. And there's quite a lot of people who will just say, get lost a whole lot of you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm intrigued because this international survey, it asked people to measure how religious were your parents how religious are you? Oh, yeah. And invariably, for students and student-age people, they always pick themselves as being less religious than their parents. That doesn't mean to say that they really are less religious than their parents, just that they are picking themselves as having greater freedoms than their parents right. have in the way that they would act. When you then dig into it, this study found that there were, well, it said, I'm not sure I remember them, five types of religion among students. So there's the secular humanists who want nothing to do with religion and would run a mile from it. And generally, what's intriguing is that that tone often penetrates through to the way what, you know, us as lecturers and professors would behave. You know, we wouldn't dream of bringing our religious views into the classroom right it would be deemed inappropriate but the thing is that privately students some students certainly take that attitude but the other groups that they had were the conventionally religious the committed religious the spiritually inquisitive which i thought was a very intriguing one who made dabble all over the place yeah and uh liberal in outlook which means i'm not opposed to religion i'll explore it a bit but i'm not going to get committed it's the you and do you babes covers, approach you know, the sort of the range of people yeah well and i suppose there is you know you do have to be you are you can only be sensitive to everyone uh idea, the ideal is to be sensitive to everybody isn't it in someone of your position um well you know, it's an interesting fact that historically universities were strongly religious places. You know, the origins of most Western universities, despite the fact that in ancient Greece the academies were not at all religious, they were philosophical places. Right. Um, in the West, they were largely um, religious institutions, and one of their key functions was to train clergy, or in the Muslim case, to ensure that there was training in the knowledge of Islamic laws and, and culture and, and faith. And so there would have been a time when classrooms were very religious, and then, ironically, in today's classroom, it's not that unusual in New Zealand for karakia um, to precede some lectures. Right. And whether or not karakia is seen as religious, 
certainly in Māori classes, you would expect karakia would be used on almost all occasions and sometimes very religious karakia. So we're not quite as secular as perhaps we would like to think. Right. Interesting. But... Um... It, it, but we, but there, I imagine, like if you have a, a kind of religiously diverse class as well, you, like, you're probably watching, not necessarily watching what you say, but sort of choosing not to kind of make broad offensive strokes against anybody, which I imagine well, you wouldn't anyway. <laughs> it, 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 the, the appropriate behaviour of a lecturer should be to be presenting students with clear, well-researched. Um, options and backgrounds and would assume that students have the capacity of sorting things out for themselves and that they certainly shouldn't be told what to believe. Now, the funny thing is that that doesn't necessarily exclude the strong Marxists presenting their position with passion. Strong people on both the left and the right in politics often exploit the context of the university. And I'm sure you had some lecturers like that in your day. (laughs) I went to university for one semester and I probably still oh, okay. did. I probably <laughs> still did. Um, now, do you mind if I... Uh, we've got a couple of text questions before we go. Yeah, no, um, no, I would expect some text would help us here. Um, now, someone says, and I think I know the answer here, but someone says, I am a pagan. I wonder where that fits. Spiritually inquisitive? I would have said religious. Uh, yes, today there's increasingly a group of people who are pagan in outlook, meaning that they're trying to adopt the traditions of the country. Pagan is not much used as terminology um, in New Zealand uh, in the census, for example, but Wicca might be. Right. Um, and um, Satanism might be. And those are both kind of variants in the pagan variety. Pagan is quite commonly used, though, internationally, and and your texter may well be influenced by international trends. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, the other one is completely off topic, but we can handle it. Um, hi, Professor Peter. Notice they've, they didn't say associate. Yes, I'm very happy. There we go. Yes. Uh, do you know much about the Zoroastrian fire in the Temple of Yazid in Iran? Thanks, Michael. We should devote a special topic to the Zoroastrians. This is probably the most ancient religion, um, and with a small presence in New Zealand, in fact, there's an attempt to create a Zoroastrian temple over in Pakaranga, uh, which I'm not sure whether it is finalised, but all the, there's a distinct group of Zoroastrians from Iraq and Iran who that had faced terrible, terrible persecution right. um, in Iraq and Iran, and so I, I would be surprised if they'd had success in developing a temple in Iraq because just the level of, I'm afraid, Islamic intolerance makes this very, very difficult. Right. Um, and it's especially, um, well, there's various types of Islam. And in Iraq and Iran, the type of Islam is not renowned for being particularly tolerant. Right but on. I, I can do some research on that. Special for another day. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the that's the text that we've got. And um, but you know, people can always text in, and we can always ask you um, in the coming weeks as well. Um, so yeah, coming. Let's come back to the yeah. to the religion and university sort of style. Um, did you any idea of how many clubs there are? Pushing uh, religious clubs I, at Auckland University. 
I um, I actually couldn't tell you. Um, I don't spend a lot of time at the university, apart from when I come and do my radio show. I'm one yeah. of those bad BFMers who's well, not a student. Last year, I can't talk about this year. Last year, I think there were 31 religious clubs wow. at Auckland University. So it, it, it's the largest group of clubs alongside the sports clubs. It's really quite interesting. That's a lot more than I was expecting. I thought you might say sort of yeah. six or seven. No, there's a really extraordinary variety of clubs. And what it reflects is the sort of desire to... I mean, for a start, a lot of religious groups have the belief that their future leaders are going to be based... you know, going to have a university training. So they're very, very keen to find their leaders, develop their leaders, and make sure that they're not overly influenced by what they will often see as the secular and humanist characteristic of university life. So there's that aspect going on. There's a lot of direct evangelism and recruiting going Mm. on at university. Because as I said, this is a time when a lot of people set the direction of their religious values. Yeah, well, they're, um, they're so open. That's happening. The, the heads are open wide, ready for some information, I suppose. Yes, and I think it, it, it's intriguing the way in which, you know, step out of, a, say, a conventionally Christian religious background, and you may say, well, my parents aren't around now. I'd really quite like to explore. Mm. And you've got no particular conclusion of what you should explore. So you may dabble in a whole variety of things that interest you or that where some of their values seem attractive yeah now of course the risk is that there's some pretty crazy stuff out there as well you know and some (laughs) of those religious groups may actually be running counter to the values of the university yeah i was going to say i mean by that that they may not want students to think for themselves at all have we got some cults on campus do you think we have certainly had cults on campus, and in fact, the University of Auckland has recently set up an office to make sure that uh, that they monitor religious activity on campus to ensure that it's consistent with and safe. Wow. Um, because there have been groups active whose aim has been to lure people to abandon their studies and go into their various sectarian groups. Hmm. Beware. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is that uh, I don't want to be rude about students, but, but sometimes in, an inquiring mind can also be a naive mind, you know, and can just grab at anything. Yeah. And it takes a while to kind of sort out true or false. I mean, many years ago, when I was a student, which was a very long time ago, um, I remember that one of my friends at university this is in Christchurch, one day went to Cathedral Square, listened to a group of people uh, proclaiming their truths. Um, and and uh, He didn't listen to the wizard of Christchurch who was also operating in the square in <laughs> those days. And he vanished completely from our side oh. and later turned up at, at Gloria Vale. Oh, okay. Oh, well, look, so, a word of warning to the to the... Wise and otherwise. Well, you, you just want to have your head on yeah. when you follow something like this. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he, he would say he did it with complete conviction 
and awareness because I've had a little bit of indirect contact with them since then. But it worries me when people close themselves off from thinking about different points of view. I think we should all be worried about that when people, when we, <laughs> we and others do that. Um, hey, Peter, I really appreciate your time. I've got uh, a newsreader chomping at the bit. Yeah, here, I so you have. Yes, I'm going to um, <laughs> go and give them uh, the, what they desire. And um, thank you so much for your time. And I look forward we'll to, again. I'm hoping we can speak again soon. And um, I have had a couple more texts in, but we'll, I'll save them for next time we speak. Thank Excellent. you so much. Very good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. Now, that was Professor Emeritus Peter Lynham. That's the spirit, and I'll prove it by pushing this button. There you go. And we have been listening to, in the background, the sounds of...